You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, at the time of the evening uh, where you join us on your favorite program uh, after dinner mints and it's not complete before we have our Morana Salim Karim on his segment, The Family Room. And you know, people, it's that time of the season where they call it the silly season. Yeah, jingle bells, jingle all the ways, all this nonsense that carries on for years and years and years. And are we being captured? Are we being duped? And we fall into the same trap over and over and over and again. What type of, of example are we setting for our masum, our young children? What type of a, a, you know legacy does the family carry on? Like many used to carry on. And, you know, in the Jahiliya period, they should do all things that were not, you know, compliant to the Sharia and Alhamdulillah with the advent of the Uluma, Alhamdulillah, many are on the straight and narrow. So inshallah, Walana Salim Karim this evening will be embossing and be inter- interrogating this issue of the silly season. Walana, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh and how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening? Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh Shafaabai, Ahlan wa Sahlan wa Marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless the night tonight, insha'Allah al-Aziz. There's a lot of khair. We have long nights, alhamdulillah, we can spend it and utilize it. Uh, in the remembrance of Allah, in bonding with our families, and engaging in some healthy discussions with our family. Because lots of people will now be going on holiday, they will get their leave, and maybe it's a good time that we worry about our families, take stock, inshallah, and we must always have resolutions, Shafat Bhai. This is important. You know, if you want a business to run, you need good administration. That's a fact. Intizam, and you need to be well organized. So inshallah, Allah has given us our family as a ni'mah, and we need to appreciate this ni'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are so many families that are broken, Shafat by so many families that are disunited. There is no love, no muhabbat. And it's so sad that we can't even make salam to each other. We can't even attend each other's janazah namaz. We can't even attend each other's wedding function. Nothing. So much of hatred, so much of animosity. Allah Ta'ala protect us. Allah Ta'ala grant us afiyat. And as I said, a lot of people are in the holiday mood, and I was telling Mohan Arafat this morning the same thing. You know, where do we go from here? You know, how how do you keep a family united? This is a good question. So, Shafat Bhai, I'm not sure if you have a point, inshallah, for me to take as a lead or a statement, then maybe Mohan can add on to that to give you the privilege and honor. Gee, gee, whatever you want to say, Shafat, I'll take it from the inshallah. Allah bless you. And as you know, Molana, both you and I have uh, many people coming up uh, and talking to us. And especially those, uh, you know, they feel uh, very comfortable uh, with us. And Allah bless them. And in all confidence, uh, whatever we do, we do it for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I hope and pray that Allah keeps us all blessed and keeps us on the straight and narrow. And the other day, you know, I was talking to a fellow Musalli. 
And he says, Shafa, you know, next time when you talk to Molana Salim Karim, please address the issue of us uh, being hypocritical. In one sense, uh, we, we go to the masjid, uh, we, you know, we pray five times a day, we have all everything sunnah compliant. But when it comes to our business, especially, he says, when it comes to this uh, period of the silly season, go and see the merchandise that our uh, so-called holy businessmen are selling. These are un- very unholy things. You know what he was referring to, Molana. How do you address this issue without, uh, you know, I mean, without being sensitive? I mean, there's no such thing as sensitivity. Haki zaka, Molana. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wahdahu wa salatu wa salamu ala malla nabiya ba'da. وعلى آله وأصحابه الذين أوفعوا أهدا الذين هم مفاتيه الرحمة ومصابيه الغرر قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الدين النصيحة صدق الله مولانا اللذيم Respected listeners, brothers and sisters in Islam Allah Pak has given us a perfect deen. Ya ayyuhalladina amanu dukhulu fissilmi kaffa wa la tattabi'u khutuati shaytan innahu lakum aduwum mubeen Qalin Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ad-deenun nasiha it's clear in the Quran. Allah Pa gave us the best deen. Waraditu lakumul Islam adina. Allah Pa gave us the best Nabi. Wama arusalna ka illa rahmatan lil alameen. Allah Pa made us the best ummat. Kuntum khaira ummatin ukhridat linnas. تَعْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَتَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ Allah gave us the best kitab. ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهِ Allah gave Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam such great shan. The purpose and mission of Rasulullah was was. One, إِنَّمَا بُعِسْتُ مُعَلِّمًا Allah sent me as a teacher. إِنَّمَا بُعِسْدُ لِيُتَمِّمَ مَكَارِمَ الْأَخْلَاقِ Allah Pak sent me to enhance the beauty of the ummah, the akhlaq, the characteristics, the manners, the behavior, the attitude, the respect, the adab, ad-deenu kulluhu adab. But Mulana, Shafat Bhai, if we want to embrace this totally, two things are very important. فَإِذَا عَزَمْتَ فَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ When you have made the decision and you have placed your trust in Allah, then stick to it. وَرْنَا دَرْ دَرْ پَرْ فِرَوْبِ Allah will send you from pillar to post when you go and seek help elsewhere. And you look for direction elsewhere, then رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ will make your life so difficult that all your life you'll be struggling and you'll achieve nothing. So ask Allah, فَإِذَا عَزَمْتَ فَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ Number two, as you said, Shafat Bhai, why this advice? 
Why this guna? Why are we so brave to commit gunas? That we don't fear Allah. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu kulu minat tayyibati wa'amalu salihah. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى فِي مَقَامِ النَّاخَرِ يَمْحَكُ اللَّهُ الرِّبَا وَيُرْبِ السَّدَقَاتِ وَقَالَ تَعَالَى فِي مَقَامِ النَّاخَرِ إِنَّمَا أَمْوَالُكُمْ وَأَوْلَادُكُمْ فِتْنَةِ Look at these ayats of the Qur'an. First and foremost, if you want your iman to be solid, raise your trust in Allah and make sure that you eat halal, you earn halal and you feed your family halal. In this zamana, the greatest challenge, Shafat, by all of us have to take and do some introspection mm. that am I 100% sure that every cent that I am earning is 100% halal? I think it was Hazrat Abu Darda radiallahu ta'ala who asked Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, I want to become mustajabu dawat. Meaning that whenever I raise my hands in supplication to Allah, I want Bari Ta'ala to accept my dua. How is that achievable? It's a great thing because Allah Pak is saying, mango, ask me. When you ask Allah, Allah Pak never embarrasses you. Allah Ta'ala never mocks you. Allah Pak never refuses you. Dare Kareem se mango. Allah se mango. Or agar Allah se mango to be hisab mango. Ask Allah abundantly. Allah Ta'ala's khazana is so vast. So the question is, what is lacking in the ummah today? And what is the greatest challenge? Shafat Bhai, risk halal. We're not finding any pleasure in our namazes, how we're supposed to read namaz. What is mal ihsan? Hadrat Jibrail and Rasulullah are having a discussion. Another Jibrail alayhi salam is saying to Rasulullah, okay, do you know what is ihsan? Worship Allah as if you are seeing Allah. And if you can't, then Allah is watching you. Do we have this khushu and khudu in our salah? That we can stand up for long periods of time in qiyam. We look for the shortest surahs and the shortest duas, shortcuts. Up, down. Where's that khushu and khudu? Why I'm raising these issues, Shafat Bhai? It all has got to do with our earnings and our diet and what we feed the system. An example is given in the in the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Okay, an elderly man who comes from a journey, his hair is full of dust, unkept, clothes are dirty, unaimed, perspiring. But he raises his hands to the heavens and says, "Ya Rabb, Ya Rabb, Ya Rabb, O Allah, O Allah." That's why somebody said it very nicely, Shafat Bhai. Don't brag about your good deeds. Just have this wish that Allah accepts all my deeds. Don't brag about it. Don't boast about it. See, 
So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, see the power of eating halal and see the negative effect of eating some foods or earnings which is doubtful and some in some instances absolutely haram. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is giving this example. It's an elderly man, torn, tattered clothing, hair unkept, and he's standing in dua to Allah, hands raised to the heaven. Hey Malik, Ya Rabb, Ya Rabb, Ya Rabb. And the answer comes. How can we accept your dua? وَمَلْبَسَهُ حَرَامٌ The clothes on your body is from haram earnings. وَمَشْرَبَهُ حَرَامٌ What you're drinking is from haram earnings. What you are eating is from haram earnings. فَأَنَّا يُسْتَجَابُ Allah Paak is saying, how can I accept your dua? That body which is nourished غُدِيَ بِالْحَرَامٌ will burn in the fire of Jannah. Make this effort. Allah, I want to earn a rosy that is 100% halal. Even if it's 5 rand or 50 rand or 500 rand, Rabbul Alameen, it must be my own sweat and my blood that I can feel the power of halal rosy in me. Health-wise, thinking-wise, ibadat-wise, spiritually, in all respects, now see what we are doing. As far as merchants, we are concerned. We are businessmen, Shafat Bhai, since you raised that issue. Rasulullah said, Man tashabbaha If you are selling Christmas things in your shop, which is their landmark, they celebrate Christmas. And we are stocking those goods in our shop and selling it. Absolutely haram. That money that comes from there actually is supposed to be given out in charity. Forget about it. You're not even supposed to have purchased it in the first place. Displayed it and promoted it and advertised it. Nothing of that sort. There are many other products available in the market that we want to do business. But with this near that you want to have a Christmas special and we're buying those outfits and the things, Christmas trees, and I see you were singing some Jingle bells or jingle <laughs> bells. I don't know what. what <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Those are the tools. The, uh, the tools are ringing. Jingle, jingle, the Molana. Deco, sake of teaching our children, La ilaha illallah. Teaching our, teaching our children, Ya Nabi, Salam Aleika, Ya Rasul, Salam Aleika. We're teaching them jingle bells, jingle Gee. bells. Now, when jingle bells will happen in the Kabar and in the Akhirat in Jahannam, then we must see what's going to happen. What are we teaching our children? This is just on a humorous part of Mr. Padbhai. Absolutely. Coming back to your point that you asked, Mr. Padbhai, I think the challenge of this Zamana today, really, is, first of all, our children are going to finish metric. Them as parents as to what profession they should take. There are so many professions which is haram to engage in or to, or to qualify in because the earnings from it is haram. But we are proud about it. So, what is the masla? This is very common. People ask us this question. I got interest money in my account. The bank is giving me interest. First of all, we have no other place to keep the money, so you have to keep it in the bank. And they will give you interest. Your need is never to earn interest. 
but you have to take it. What's the masla? Sharia's masla is clear. Remove that money as soon as possible and give it out in charity without the intention of sawab. But sadly, some of us have invested money in huge amounts in the banks and we're getting returns, thousands of rands, and we're using that for life, water, and food. What are we doing? Do we realize what we are doing? We're feeding our children and families haram. We're preparing them for Jahannam. And then you want to know, why there's no muhabbat in this family? Why there's always fighting and quarreling? Why there's no unity? Because what we are doing, we are declaring war with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How can Allah's mercy prevail in that home where all these haram activities are taken? So it's never too late to make tawbah. Make a promise to Allah. Allah, I don't want to deal with overdraft. Allah, I don't want to deal with interest. If I'm forced, I had to buy a house, I had to buy a car, he won't give it to you unless you have to take out an insurance. Gee, so many of us have got life insurance by five-time namazis, subhanAllah. They've gone for hajj and umrah, but they've got life insurance for their life and for their family. Haram. Every cent that you get from there is haram. People wait for that when my father is going to die. And some of us are so, you know, uncouth that we will kill our parents because we know that he is insured us heavily so we'll get the insurance money. Shabbat bhai, let me make it clear here, yeah, Masla. You can ask Mufti Saab too. Anybody kills their parents, a son, for example, whether he's in a state of drug uh, insanity or he's drunk or whatever or insane, and he kills his father in terms of shariat, he will not inherit one cent from the father's inheritance. Number two, if that son becomes an atheist and he becomes a murtad, leaves the fold of Islam, he will not get one cent. So, Shafat, by coming back to your point, it's important that we guide our sons and daughters to whatever profession you are taking. Inshallah, make sure that it's kosher, it's halal, alhamdulillah, in according to sharia. So you feel happy that I work for the whole month and whatever I'm bringing back for my family and saving, I'm giving zakat, I'm giving lillah, I'm giving my sadaqah, I'm paying my sadaqatul fitr, and I'm doing Allah's work, I'm looking after a masjid, I'm looking after your orphans. Subhanallah, I must feel contentment of my heart. The more you give, the more Allah will increase your wealth. So, priority number one is that as business people, we need to take cognizance. What are we selling in our shop? What are the products? If it is haram, anything that comes from Israel is totally haram and forbidden. These are zalims and oppressors, and in no way you should support them in any way. It was Ajib. It was a Nawab, and he had a Khadim. I'm just going to give you an example. You see, Shafat by solidarity, when we stick together as one family, mm. one community, we support each other. Jeez. Muslims should support Muslims. Alhamdulillah, yes, you can do business with non-Muslims. But when it comes to all aspects of charity in Islam, priority is Muslims should buy from a Muslim shop. You see the Jews, how they beat us, Shafat by. First, they never gave us an opportunity to be wholesalers. They never gave us opportunities. They were manufacturers 30 years, 40 years ago. They're far advanced in the world as far as economics are concerned. We are coming now, gee, 
20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, they were in the top brackets as far as business is concerned. So they're sitting pretty tight. See, so that Nawab had this Christian uh, Khadim. So he said, you know, go to the bazaar, take this, and inshallah, buy this and come. So he went, and he went to that shop where a British person was owning the shop. And he said, I want to buy this item. So he said, how much is it? He said, 150 rupees. So he said, okay. And I, your neighbor is an Indian person. He's selling it for 100 rupees. But why did you come and buy it from me? He said, because your owner and your boss is a Christian. So I will come and buy from you. So I'm helping him. I'm helping. We all Christians. We're helping each other. We buy from each other. We sell to each other. We stay to each other. You see this happening in the world. We build complexes. They don't allow anybody else. You must come from a, a, a particular village. So what my, you know, this, I'm talking about 30 years ago when we went to India. You know, there was a Musafir Khan day in Bombay. Gee. So they used to ask you, first of all, you know, which gown you come from. A Musafir Khana is a Musafir Khana. We had one in Prince Edward State, Safadwai, remember? Ranris, yeah. Gee, all Musafir used to come from Joburg, Alhamdulillah. I also stayed in that Musafir Khana with my father. We were very poor at that time, Safadwai. Yeah. We cannot afford hotels and everything. Subhanallah, I think it was the Randeri building, if I'm not sure. Uh, Absolutely. Gee, Subhanallah, I think there was some Manjra's uh, restaurant somewhere nearby. And there was some mitai shop nearby. So, subhanAllah, it was convenient. And alhamdulillah, halal facilities, park, clean, tayyab. So, you know, they would ask you that which village you come from. If you don't come from that particular village, they wouldn't give you accommodation. So wrong. Don't look at the person's color or his, his creed or his language. He's a Musliman, he's insan, he's a musafir. Accept it. But nevertheless, that's history now, Shafat Bhai. Coming back to our point, Shafat Bhai, that you asked the question, that our business people, what are they doing? What are they selling in this month of December? Gee, so my humble appeal is that try and avoid those goods which has got Christian orientation in them and anything that to do with Christianity to promote it, do not keep or stock those items or sell it. And if you have it, remove it or give it away. Gee, and if you have sold those items, take that money and give it to the poor without the intention of so. If you want ruhaniyat and spirituality in your life, then this is the right thing. And number two, you make a resolution, all of us, including myself, that oh Allah protect us from taking interest, giving interest. The person who writes the transaction in interest. So it's a big test and a worry. Many of us are working in insurance businesses, Shafat Bai. Mm. We have top positions, big, big insurance companies here in South Africa. Muslim companies plus non-Muslim companies. And I'm working there. My daughter is working there. My uncle is working there. My cousin is working there. What salary are we earning? Are we coming back? Because obviously the person who witnesses an interest transaction, who writes it, who jots it, who records it, who puts data on it, who promotes it, whatever, are all equal in guna. So what's going to happen? So Fukaha had been asked this question, I'm in a shop or I'm in a bank or I'm in an insurance company and I've been working there for ages. What must I do? Who's going to give me a job now? Gee, if I leave. So if you make dua to Allah, 
and look for alternate halal similar to that. Alhamdulillah, halal earnings. Allah will open the doors. Fear Allah, Allah will open the doors. So I'm not saying immediately resign and get out from there. I'm not saying that. I'm saying look for an immediate, inshallah, alternate job where there is halal rosy, inshallah, so that Shafat Bhai, I've seen, I've seen many friends of mine mm. who, who have dealt with insurance and they work in the bank and everything. Shafat Bhai, end of the month, they are penniless. There is no barakat in that rosy. One, they find all types of difficulties in the family, all types of sickness, all types of tests and trial. Because what are we doing? We are earning what is haram. Allah is stopping you. Allah Ta'ala provided halal rosy for us. And we are throwing the halal rosy for haram rosy. So first we must make tawbah. Number two, take a resolution that I want to earn and find a better job where I can earn 100% halal rosy. And for my mistakes that I have done in the past, Allah, you are ghafoorul rahim, tera naam sattar ghaffar hai, mera naam aasi gunahgar hai. Allah, I'm a gunahgar and a sinner, I seek your forgiveness. Shafat Bhai, I've seen a lot of people, you know, I gave this bayan many times, and a lot of people came back and said, I've stopped dealing with interest, I don't deal with the bank anymore. Alhamdulillah, I don't take any overdraft. I don't do any of these haram activities. And wallahi, Allah has opened the doors of risk and rosy for me. So may Allah Ta'ala protect us. Let us make a firm intention that from now onwards, we're going to give up all these interest and haram activities and inshallah work hard and earn halal rose. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Farmaike, help each other. Shafat Bhai and I end it here. How do we help each other? Farmaya, Musliman, Musliman ka bhai. Namal mu'minuna ikhwa. We are all brothers. Help our brothers in Palestine. Make dua for them. Send whatever finance we can, inshallah. Allah Ta'ala reward us. Allah Ta'ala grant all those that passed away and become shuhada, the highest rank in Jannah. Allah give all the injured, uh, shifai, kamila, ajila. Allah Ta'ala make intizam. We can look after those orphans. If you can support and look after those orphans, the injured, send food for those pregnant mothers who are about to give birth. Such tragedies, such heartbreaking. Allah Ta'ala make it easy for them. So for my, Hadrat Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala said, Musliman, Musliman ka bahai. Muslim to a fellow Muslim is a brother. Na us par zulum karta hai. Don't oppress your Muslim brother. Starting with your family. You have your own blood brother. Gee. We came from one mother, one father, but we can't see eye to eye. Zulum mat karo ek dusro par. Forgive each other. The one who asks for forgiveness and humbles himself first is more beloved to Allah. In the eyes of Allah, he is Aziz. Hazrat Musa alayhi salam asked Allah ta'ala, Bari ta'ala, who is Aziz? Allah said, is that person who has the right to take revenge. He has all the rights. He's been oppressed, but he still says, many Allah ke liye aapko maaf kar diya. Or maiki washas Allah, in the Allah Aziz hai. He's dignified and he's honored by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Hazrat Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala said, we help each other. Dusro ka kaam ana. First of all, we are one brotherhood. Number two, do not oppress each other. And number two, usko bura bala mat kaho. Don't condemn your fellow Muslim brothers. You want to reprimand somebody? You want, inshallah, to advise somebody? 
take him in one corner in the privacy of your home, your office, or take him aside and say, brother, what you are doing is haram, don't do it. But we, all of us, got this bad habit, illa mashallah, some of us don't, that we like to criticize people in public. And you know what is the worst criticism, Shafat Bhai? Mm. When a wife criticizes her husband in front of her parents mm. and her family, and vice versa. Gee. That same wife, that same husband, who stood with you thick and thin, and you badmouth him in front of your parents. When you go home, yeah, khabi se, zalim gali We say such filthy words. One, one person said, oh, me, I call my husband Bandar. Tofan. Don't do this. Don't criticize, especially your wife. Don't criticize her in front of your mother, your sisters, and your family. You have a war or an argument with your wife, please take her aside in a room or wherever and talk to her and thrash it out. Don't embarrass her Likewise, the wife should not embarrass. We go home, your mother is asking you, Betty, kya ho hai? Ji? So we start our lantarani now. He's like this, Absolutely brilliant, Molana. What you have said, I'm going to let it digest in our listeners and myself. You have a beautiful and lovely evening ahead. Inshallah, we'll talk to you soon, Molana. Inshallah, Inshallah, have a lovely cup of coffee, Inshallah, with some bhajiyas. <laughs> <laughs> I will eat one. You know, in the olden days, Gee. Shafat, but you know, in the olden days, you know, our parents used to cook and make for us. Alhamdulillah, gulgula, zimana, very nice, Shafat. Yes, bhai. yes, beautiful. Yes, those are good. Now, all new, new things came out. Alhamdulillah, Jazakallah khairan to Morana Salim Karim there. Time for us to go for a break, and when we get back, it'll be Ibrahim Vadacha joining us on Travel Express.